now. Welcome everybody back to another episode of Two Host One Mini Table. Uh, I am your first host of the evening, the babe, and welcome back to the channel. With me, as always, is my lovely co-host, um, J. What is going on, dude? Hostos up in the business. What's happening, y'all? It's Hostos been real. up in the business. It's been <laughs> real. And tonight's tunes are uh, provided to you by the non-copyright feed of SoundCloud. So there you go. There we go. Um, check that out. Oh, you can get um, you can get beats from T Pain. Yeah, you heard about that? No, I didn't hear about that. Yo, so T Pain's streams on Twitch, and he sure. was uh, putting up uh, a bunch of stuff, and he's like, "Hey, y'all, uh, I know I make beats on my channel. I'm letting you know that you guys can use all my beats, uh, you know, as background music." So he was giving them out to people. Because he knew the right whole on. DMCA's for Twitch has been strict, so he was giving back to the community, which was pretty awesome in my opinion. So shout outs to T Pain for doing that. So, I thought that of was course, cool as hell. Always shout out to T Pain, big <laughs> T Pain fan. We watched him be the monster. We've been listening to him since he's been doing his thing, man. Speaking of which, the uh, my my last my last uh, my last uh, podcast. Was a stripper. <laughs> it was a stripper. Uh, uh, popular podcast. Um, definitely had my cousin. If you guys ever listen to "Don't Feed the Animals," I've had my cousin on before, who is a DJ, and he had his. He is a strip club DJ. Now he's not just a strip club DJ, but not just is, a strip. Club no, DJ. no, because he's not. That's not all he does. That's you know, but. It's definitely, it's definitely like his, you know, it's, it's, he's been working at the club a lot. So justify this man, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he is a talented DJ regardless. Cool. He just so happens to work at a DJ, you know, T-Pain has strip club songs. So I had to bring it up on that episode. The, it, the title of the Don't Feed the Animals episode was breaking the strippers code strippers biggest secrets finally revealed all right so if you nice. want to learn more about the strip the stripper life and the stripper magic tricks that they do listen to that podcast please and thank you <laughs> you will be entertained mhm mm well you know who else was a stripper a uh, stripper dj right who stan lee man <laughs> what he was, he was a dj at a strip club he was a DJ. <laughs> what? He was a DJ at a strip club in Deadpool. Oh, he was! Holy <laughs> shit! I forgot about that. Was that was that one? That was Deadpool one. Yes, that's that was correct. Deadpool one. Oh my god! Yeah, it's been a while since I see Deadpool one. That was a good movie. Oh man, they need to put him in the MCU so bad. They're they're working on it, from what I'm hearing. I was um, I was bitter. Just a little bit. Just to see, like, how good Deadpool was. Not because of any other reason than my greed, of, because of my love of the MCU. So I was like, fuck, I wanted everything for Fox to kind of fail, so they would just give up. But then Deadpool came out, and I'm like, nah, this is too good. But the yeah. way that Deadpool came out, I was like, you know what, it'll still work. It could still work. Definitely. It could work. It Absolutely. could work. So... So, folks, you know that um, it's been a week since we've recorded. We talked about it in the last episode. We're going to talk about weeks. it again as a, rem 
binder. Um, so Ecto J and I have kind of decided through all of this other stuff where the world has been shut down and there's not really much to talk about. We've moved the show to bi-weekly and not to mention too, that kind of helps keep the show fresh and not so forced. Um, and that's what to host one mini table is about, you know, come and join at the mini table, hanging out, talking. And I don't ever want it to feel, uh, as if it's forced, even when we don't have stuff to talk about. So um, it's been a couple of weeks, so we always like to kind of start the podcast off with what we've been doing. So um, Ecto J, what's been up, man? Um, last we uh, we talked, you were on the venture to another place. It happened. I moved happened. two weeks ago, or about a week. Um, I, I've almost been here for over a week, so almost two weeks. Uh, I moved to South Florida. I have become the epitome of a loser when it comes to I live not necessarily in my mother's basement because we live in Florida. We don't have basements. So it's the garage. Okay. So I live in my mother's garage. At least it's not under the house. It's still on the same level. At least I'm a part of it. It's fine. I'm not that bad of a loser i'm just a 30 year old fucking at least i'm not a virgin (laughs) that's good that's that i got i got some things going for me maybe not anymore but (laughs) (laughs) we'll see if i reclaim my virginity back living here so uh (laughs) yeah i've been here um the move was uh so I'll tell you, the move for the most part was smooth. It's just moving my shit out from that apartment that was on the third floor. Everything from my public storage unit was literally like done in, in, in less than an hour. Less than an hour, including the drive there and the drive back. I had couches, wall unit, box, like, like 15 boxes and a bunch of other shit all moved in less than an hour. All I had was a couple pieces of furniture like a like a little like a console you know and my arcade unit a desk and like just a couple other doodads and that shit took us two hours because of three flights of stairs because as soon as Berto and I moved up and down those stairs we were just like nah nah homie <laughs> Like, even if you were not, if even if you're carrying something light, imagine just climbing down three flights of stairs and climbing back up. You're like, you can't breathe. You're just like, I'm done, and it's hot. The trip though was smooth, and the unloading was also very smooth. I had people waiting, waiting for me over here, uh, to help out. So they, I had friends, uh, cousins, family, and friends help out, and that was seconds. You know, we we took nothing to get the stuff off the truck and in here you know but it's stairs man stairs are the worst part of moving like i don't so, you can't uh, do it it's for impossible. the record we live on the third floor and i know exactly what you're talking about because every morning i take my 20 pound dog down the stairs so we can go to the bathroom yeah and i take my 20 pound dog up the stairs so we can yeah come back up to that and then uh, if we're going out to grab something to eat, go to the grocery. Dude, that's why I do Walmart delivery, bro. Because <laughs> I hate going to the grocery 
store and <laughs> dropping two bills on food and yeah. having to lug shit up three flights of stairs. Right. I, and, and I will even I will go as far as to admit right here on the stream I tip for that. So because I know it sucks to haul fucking groceries up three flights of stairs, I do it. And since I don't want to do it, I will pay someone a little bit of a tip to do it for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, and, and not to mention, too, I also justify it because uh, what did Walmart release recently say? That they were going to stop hiring for cashiers altogether and only have self-checkout by certain some certain time t- time frame. Wow. So I, I figured that they were doing that. This, I fight the system and I instead use services that have to require and hiring someone to go to the store and grab the groceries and still be paid by said employer to do so and provide another job versus going and taking a job from an auto checkout. I know. The because, bro, what did you in, man. You know, 14, 15 years old, what was one of my first jobs? Cashier. Right? At a grocery yeah. store. You know, yeah. Figure that shit out. And yeah. now, now you don't, the, the 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 teenage generation they don't have that opportunity anymore because there's fucking auto checkout. I get it with technology going, advancements and stuff like that. That's bound to happen, but no, you know but we don't. We're, we're not finding anything to replace those jobs. I know. I know. It's because of you know. It's because of what's going on around us too. You know. Yeah. People like don't newspapers. Want there's no more paper boys. I'm barely. Always, I'm always hearing shit. You know how. Uh, yeah people people's jobs are getting taken over by automated but, systems because you know and and now more than ever that those are almost more justifiable like you almost look at the situation and be like yeah but you know what that prevents one other person to get me sick that's crazy yeah. yep sucks it's not but good people as a society are not going to start like just suddenly stop procreating no i know that's what i'm saying I know, I know that. Pe- I, I, I know that. Uh, this is, this is. We're in funny times. It's hard. There's, I don't know the answer. I couldn't right. imagine what the answer to is right now because it's that crazy, you know. But I, I get. It, in the now, that's that's a lot. Where we have a lot of mentalities that are only exist because of what's going on right now. I feel like a lot of this shit. Is that mentality? Even me. Like, I don't even... I find myself... Even, like, when this first started, I don't even have the same opinions or views as I did when... When... And now, you know, with all the stuff that's happened to me, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't even think the same. It's like, really, we're in, like, uncharted char- uncharted territory. It's kind of it's kind of scary, but, you know, it's interesting at the same time, depending on how you look at it. Because you kind of want to yeah. see how different we're going to get from one moment to the next. So, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Fucking it's crazy. world. Crazy world <laughs> we live in. So, yeah, so the move went pretty smoothly, right? Yeah, I mean, very yeah. Long. besides that stairs, everything was fine. Right everything cool. went nice. And possible prospects uh, for the future. For you, maybe right? we'll see. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, we'll, possibly, possibly, we'll see. But right definitely, on, definitely trying to expand. Uh, you know, my podcast and all that stuff is gonna, and you know, YouTube stuff and really making 
some moves Content. type decision. I almost have, I almost have a uh, shit. What what episode am I on right now? I think I'm almost at forty. Nice. Forty episodes. 15. And fifteen on these. There you go. Yeah. Right so there. So total, like almost fifty episodes of like content. So that's good. Um, that almost two thousand downloads in total. Get in there. Yeah. Help this man out. Forty-four followers. I mean, listen. If you like it, just like it. If you don't like it, I hear you. Don't like it. (laughs) I I mean, I get it. I guess. I I guess I'm just a. I'm not that interesting of a person to you. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to say. There's nothing to be said. That has. I'm just saying. You know, people. People. But you know what? You could be on the top of the pedestal, and you could be on the bottom in like instance, though. So it doesn't really matter now, does it? No, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah. None of this matters. <laughs> yeah. Huh? It's like, no, nah, it don't matter. None yeah, of this matters. No, it doesn't, though. It really doesn't. Oh, Aquatine Hunger Force. Yeah. Carl. Carl? <laughs> Fucking love Carl. The one, I always have that one that one scene in my head where he's singing Led Zeppelin. He's just like, da, 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 da. Do it without, do it Hey, <laughs> Carl. Man, that was an old school show, man. Yeah, that 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 was a good show. What was that two thousand? Um, yeah, uh, two thousand three, two thousand. Shit, man. Yeah, man. They're bringing. Uh, they they. You heard what they're bringing back, right? Oh, I did hear what they're bringing back. Yep, they're bringing back uh, Beavis and Butthead. I just saw uh, Comedy Central is going to uh, reboot it. Mike Judge is a part of it. So. Brings us to us first first news story of the day. IGN, um, there's an article, of course, that was released um, today on IGN uh, a big, to talking about exactly what Ecto J is, is mentioning here. Beavis and Butthead are back on Comedy Central, orders two new seasons of the animated sitcom. And creator Mike Judd is returning to write and produce Beavis and Butthead, the revival. Nice. So look, I mean, it seems like he's got he's got time on his hands since he wrapped up Silicon Valley, which hurts my heart. But uh, such a good show. Uh, but I'm excited for Beast and Butthead. Yeah, man. So we've been here before, though. Like in mid, in the wait, like he did this already, though. Like, didn't they bring back Beast and Butthead though at some point? I, I, they brought it back to to MTV. I thought yeah. it was. But not new episodes. They were just re-airing. I could have sworn they had new episodes, sir. Oops, I almost dropped my phone. I thought they had new episodes. But keep in mind, one thing I don't think they did, it was new episodes. But what I think that they did not do, and keep in mind, by also by new, I meant like it was probably like 2010 <laughs> when it when it came out. Um, Beavis and Butthead... Uh, the most alluring part from my memories of, of my childhood is when they would talk shit about music videos. 
And right. for them not to have that, and they did not have that when they were re, um, when they redid it. It was just like the, cause it was actual cartoon part where they're like, they're out in school yeah. and they're also fucking around and shit. But, yeah. um, those yeah. be the boys that are constantly whacking in my tool shed. that wasn't hank hill though right like that is the guy the same voice actor yes but it's not the character right because daria daria was uh she had a spinoff in it yeah but but king of the hill is not a spinoff of of at least i don't think so Maybe it's maybe the same universe? Has that been confirmed? Don't maybe. Know. It us. could be the same universe. That would have been awesome if they would have done something like that. I Clearly think Daria. it was... Okay, I, okay it was in... It, the revival was in 2011. Okay. Yes. So it was... It did How come back. Revived. It was probably just a season. So, let's see. Mm. It was 22 episodes. Not bad. Not, Not bad. bad at all. Considering what they're, but they're like good seasons were like 50, 41, 30. So, it's crazy. Yeah, but I, I mean, a two. So, so what do you think, man? Mike Mike Judd's gonna be behind the helm, right? He's gonna be running the show. I need a, I, mean, I need I need them commentating over music videos again. I miss that. And the thing that sucks is that if you were to um if you were to check on any of their like if you were to have their like shows and stuff and stuff, you're not seeing the music video parts and those are the most entertaining parts. In my opinion, was just their commentary over music videos like just them sitting at the tv watching music videos and talking shit over it that was the fun that's what what i thought beavis the butthead was the storyline shit was cool and all but for the most part it was just like silly humor very right. like obscene and obscured music videos to like um metal music videos to like just a whole bunch of different videos hip-hop everything Right, and and now we we talked about it a little bit at the top of the show about the whole uh, free non copyright material music playing currently, right? So we got to how would that come into play? Do you, I know. I mean, do you think he could go and get the licensing for a, a season of a, of a song or something? You know, no, like <laughs> I don't know. So, I want it to be yes, but I don't think right. so. I want it to be yes, though. I miss that. Did you? I mean, did you like that part of Beavis and Butthead when you were watching it back in the day? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, and then you had your they had their little sticks like in between the music videos where like he's trying to walk around and find a chart to the Heimlich maneuver because he was choking on a chicken. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I remember that. You know, little little stupid things like yeah. That. I mean, oh. that was the cartoon part. That's all the revival was in the 2011. Um, that's all that was. And I don't think it was bad. It was just like, there's another half of this show that was dedicated to their commentary on, 
on pop culture to a, to, to a degree. And, and right. that's what I found funny. You know, I love when they were watching like a tool music video and it was really freaky and you just see them like Beavis or Butthead just being like, Oh, cool. <laughs> just hearing them and you're just like, Whoa. And they're just like, yeah, look at that guy. He's on fire. <laughs> it's just, it's just fun seeing that their reaction to things. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I remember those parts of, um, the show and I was just like, you know, that was my inst- introduction to most of those music videos too. Is watching no, along absolutely. with Beavis and Butthead. It was like the Mystery Science Three Thousand of music videos, especially currently at the time. And yeah, it was fun yeah. having these two idiots like talk shit about it. So it was I like a spoof, it was like almost like a spoof of like um, you know Mystery Science Theater or yeah. cur- you know currently known as Rift Tracks, but like yeah, you can't even do that anymore. You know, so. You can cool, kind of get away with it because some of those vi- those movies that they were were showing were like so old. I think it's like free free range. I think or whatever they call it. Uh, it's not free range. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. When I guess it's f- uh, fair use after a while. Like right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah old yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit's a hundred um, years old. I mean, is it? Isn't that crazy thought? That certain. I feel like, what's the first movie ever? Was it in the 1920s or 19? Oh, dude, I have no idea. First movie ever. Ocean picture. So, um, going on in that article, uh, they were talking about, like, other shows. 1902. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Almost 100 years of cinema. You know, that's crazy. It's over over a hundred years of cinema. Excuse me. It's just it's just imagine being like, oh, I can't talk about, I can't show this movie because the rights to this hundred year movie still good. They renewed the licensing. (laughs) They renewed the license of that silent film. I can't watch any. We can't show any Charlie Chaplin things because you can't show any of that. We're gonna get sued by the estate. Because of copyright, <laughs> copyright see, was probably we, we talked about that a little bit last week when going over like wanting to review old kung fu movies. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Like, it depends. Like, uh, copyright on that, on 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 all that stuff. It's just like, what can we show? Again, like it's it's fishy. You really got to do your research. You have to like figure out like what you can get away with watching and what you cannot get away with, and what uh, how much of it is is again. If I'm watching, but here's the fair part of that. I'm not watching the music video if I'm watching a Beavis and Butthead version of it. I'm watching Beavis and Butthead's reaction to it. So right. I don't get it. So I'm I, I, I'm not really, I don't know. I, I feel like it's fair. It's fair use. But they, it's not, they don't see it like that. And a lot of people, like, again, it's like you, you, you bring more attention to it it should it should help out the the artists in the long run when you think about it right like i don't know like i wouldn't have never normally listened to a certain song until i saw it on this funny stupid cartoon show that i liked i don't know i i i get it i do get it to a point i do understand why um it exists uh Mm -hmm. because people will literally be watching a video you watch some react videos of like you have like a little square just like us right now 
Right. And uh, you'll sh- they'll watch a whole fucking movie and just be like this the whole time. <laughs> and they'll be like, that was cool. That's And then they'll be like, they, they, and then they type it up under commentary. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not commentary. That's not necessary. <laughs> That's not commentary. You know what I mean? Like that you're not, you have a dumb face. <laughs> not to me. You didn't say anything, so that's definitely not commentary, so or anything creative. You know, right. so. nothing to the table but a reaction of Yeah. And that's not necessarily see, those are the lines. It's like what what counts? But then you have then it's like how much do you say in order to get you know, to the point where you're you're safe. You know, I feel yeah, like any insightful point. information during during it is important, and of course, editing is very important. If they're you're really not talking about the movie at the time, I don't think they should be showing any more of it. You know, well, I think with commentary, you have to, uh, if you know, know when is appropriate to kind of you, you set yourself up right. You set the stage. You know, going into this next scene, and they kind of explain it before the scene transpires, so. You, you get the opportunity to know the, the backstory behind it, and then you coast into the scene, and you're good to go. Like right. so, it's like, oh, you know, in this next scene, it took us X amount of hours to do this. We had to get all the actors in this certain mindset. Blah 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 I blah blah. Feel blah, blah, like blah. the intention the should also be to want to get people to enjoy it on their own free time. That's an that's a good strategy too. To where you show something that may, they may have never seen, but you show some of it, but you show enough of it. Like everybody's so fucking unique about their clickbaitiness. Everybody's so unique about how to come up with ways to get people to click on things that they don't. You know what I mean? They should also right. be as creative and come up with ways to. If you are talking about something that is not your own, where you get into a point, you give it enough point enough interest to where someone's going to be like I I saw this and their thing is entertaining but it also makes me want to see it myself for for myself right right so I think that would be a thing so most of the time because I've seen plenty of reviewers and there's been thousands of times whether it be a let's play of a game or just somebody who does movie reviews where I'll be interested. I'll be in the movie. Well, back in the day when we used to go down to movie stores or whatever, uh, or even like, you know, streaming services. Now, if I catch a movie that I'm like, oh, this is the movie that so-and-so was talking about. I might be more intrigued to see it because of the way that they formed the video, because they formed it in such a way that made me very interested in actually acquiring like some information about it. So, I don't know. I think that's that. I think that's okay. So back to Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead didn't make me like not want to watch the music video by itself. You know, he just introduced me to a music video that I may have never seen before. I just saw it with them. You know, so. And I think it, you also got to keep in mind that Beavis and Butthead came out on a time where like. The internet wasn't readily available for you to go onto YouTube to watch the video for itself. Yeah. So it was it was very much a show that it kind of um, let some people that probably didn't get a lot of airtime on whatever uh, 
show was on at the time that was playing music videos, so they would use this small little 30-minute, 22-minute cartoon show to air their music videos. Yeah. You know? Um, and so that may be the only time as a fan of this unique band to actually get on and watch a show to watch the music video. Plus, their commentary was funny as hell, though, too. You know, like, they actually were funny. I remember being a kid and just being, like, laughing my ass off and the shit that they would say. You know, I just would love to see some, you know, especially, like, music videos in the 90s. Like, some of them are off, man. Some of them you were watching some old 90s music videos. Them on their own or just, like. And some, like, uh, like what? Tool. Yes. <laughs> yes, especially, like, the Tool one. Like, I remember seeing the Tool one with the puppets. Nails. Nine Inch Nails, and they'll just be like, whoa. <laughs> this one is really cool. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> fucking, they'll be like some pyrotechnics and fucking Beavis will be like, fire. <laughs> I don't know. I, listen, I may be an old head right now, just reminiscing about Beavis and Butthead, but I'm excited that he's coming back to Comedy Central. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Mike Judge being a part of it is very important. Uh, they did. I didn't think they did a terrible job in the ninety. I mean, in the two thousand eleven revival. Uh, but fuck it, they they're here to stay. As far as I'm concerned, they had a movie. They were big in the nineties, and now we're in twenty twenty, and here they are. They're definitely gonna touch on topics that are topical, um, and they're gonna. It's gonna be bring us entertainment that we much need right now. <laughs> so I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, especially with Mike Judd at the helm, I'm all for it as well. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, and then the um, you know, so speaking of like old Gen X cartoons, um, animated sitcoms, so to speak. Yeah. What would you revive if you had the opportunity to? Damn it, man! There was a lot of Canadian. Oh, no, no, you're talking about Gen X. Are so you saying nineties? So I was thinking about yeah. shows that I liked in the early 2000s that immediately came to my head, unfortunately. See, the difference is, to be fair, it was just so remember, so memorable uh, shows like Beavis and Butthead as a kid. But I know as a kid, I didn't understand it. So it's hard to say shows when I was a child where I feel like teenagers that grew up because I wasn't a teenager when I was when Beavers and Butthead was around. I was I was a kid, so I don't okay, really so have many shows. Era. So early two thousands, they already have shows that they're saying that they're coming out with, and I'm like, oh, these are these are underrated shows. I heard um, Undergrads is going to get a movie. Undergrads, I don't know if you okay. remember Undergrads from two thousand. That was also on MTV undergrads do you remember that show at all um yes and no i'm gonna show you a picture of them right now undergrads uh it had oh i guess i don't know if you remember these guys at all let's see yeah uh, do you remember that vaguely. show vaguely, vaguely. Man, they make Star Wars references because it's around the time when, like, the new episodes were coming out, like, episode one, two, and three. So they had mad uh, references to um, uh, Star Wars. It was a freaking hilarious show. What I liked about it, it was a college show. It was a cartoon about college. And 
where believe it or not that's not very uh, that's not a very popular cartoon setting mm-hmm. where i dare i say that it hasn't been it's not really a setting that exists mostly in cartoons like college um and unless then you're these anime. huh <laughs> unless you're talking anime i guess so yeah that's true that's true um but these characters are all best friends and they couldn't be more not alike but that brings a little bit of a realism there i feel like you could relate with having characters that kind of all agree on levels of geekdom but but for the most part they're different so you have one guy who's really jockey there's another guy who's kind of like the ladies man and you have another guy who's extreme nerd and then the other guy who's kind of like a misfit who doesn't really fit in you know it it, it just it was an interesting cast but they were all friends where you normally in other cartoons or other genres of just at the time would totally put place these characters against each other for being different they were the most they were the best friends even though they were so not alike and i feel like we can relate to that that surroundings i feel like my i can relate to that that upbringing nice i mean with our friends you know I feel like right. We Like a Nerdy was like an ensemble cast that was kind of like that, like undergrads, you know? That's the, is that what, where we got our, our, our listeners from, the undergrads crew? Maybe. <laughs> so they're supposedly having a movie that, that they that got funded. So they're going to make a movie. They're going to actually revive that. So I'm very excited and looking forward to that. And if you haven't seen undergrads, I would definitely look, look into that because that was a very good underrated um, for some reason, at the time, MTV had really good cartoons, and it always got cut off. Like, always when it shows that, like, at their prime, they just go <laughs> canceled or done, and you're just like, "Why? It's so good." Berto and I used Berto used to always talk shit, and he would be like, "Because it was doing better than Real World or Roll Rules, they got to cut it because they had to have that to be their yeah. best show." They weren't having their cartoon. I mean, to be fair, though, it's probably more expensive to do a cartoon than do real real world or road rules. And that's probably maybe the more of the reason why it didn't didn't get popular. You you also got to think of, too, with reality TV shows like Road Rules and The Real World, those are advertisement fucking uh havens you know those shows are there to kind of give you some sort of sense of quote unquote reality but to sell you shit yeah like right to live a certain cultural lifestyle like oh you know that's that's what's that's what's getting you all the views is if you live that certain lifestyle and you're culturally appropriated that way or you know buy the designer stuff because you see this on this reality tv show so it's an ad grab you know it was a way it was a form to do an ad grab and cartoons weren't you're not ad grabbing in a cartoon well you gotta watch undergrads because they were fucking ad grab i was so surprised on how many reference in undergrad to star wars they got away with i'm like they literally had like a star wars versus star trek convention it was like literally like the biggest forefront i'm like how are they getting all the rights to to talk about star wars so openly like this like you would think it's a star wars show on how much right. reference to star wars they had and ha- they allowed to get away with even they were saying like the creator was like i, I don't know how we got away with half the stuff so, that showed what did, what did hank hill what did hank hill sell 
propane and propane related products. Okay, well, what kind of propane related products? Oh, uh, what was the brand? It was uh, <gasps> no. Strickland propane. Thank you. I was like, I, in my head, I was like, think of like Flintstone references and shit. I'm like, this is Flaceys. <laughs> 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 that's just that's the Jetsons. The Jetsons. <laughs> no, Flintstones. Flintstones was um, Bedrock. But was that the name of the company? That I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> was it Bedrock? So, yeah, that's he worked for Mister Stone something. Fuck. I don't Mr. know. Mr. Spacely was Mr. Spacely Jetsons. was Jetsons for sure. <laughs> so undergrads, huh? Bring back undergrads. Yeah, undergrads. And then Clone High was another uh, another one. That was a Canadian cartoon show that was amazing that I feel like they they sh- it ended on a cliffhanger, which was the worst because you're like <laughs> it never came back. That show was amazing. Have you ever seen that show, Clone High? Yeah, that that one was the one with uh, Abraham Lincoln and Cleopatra, <laughs> Joan of Arc, and basically yeah, yeah. the theme song, the intro song describes the show. And they basically in the eighties they took the ge- genetic copies of famous guys and ladies and turned them into. Teenage, or I mean, basically clone them and put them in the school, and now they're all like living together. They're the genetic clones of famous people who grew up together and now going to high school. So you have so Abe Lincoln kind of becomes like the dork, JFK is a jock, Joan of Arc is like the goth chick. Gandhi uh, is like the raver. Cleopatra's like the mean girl. It's hilarious. It, it's a great concept. The principal is a madman. He's a mad scientist. He wants to uh, get all the, the the kids and put them into like he wants to basically make Jurassic Park, but with the famous clone people. <laughs> and he had a robot butler that called everybody Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> These shows are amazing back then. I'm such a boomer right now. It's crazy. <laughs> Going down this nostalgic like I know like bender right now. Hell yeah. I'm telling you, I MTV know. had great shows. I would say, on the flip side of that, going moving away from MTV, I wouldn't mind seeing like the Boondocks or Space Ghost brought back. <sighs> Space Boondocks, Ghost, Ghost, how? Space Ghost Coast to Coast, yes, absolutely. I would love to. It's crazy how old Space Ghost is. Oh, it's yeah. crazy how old Space Ghost is. Space Ghost was 90s, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, even be... Well, see, it originally... It was a show, but then they started parody... Parody... Turning it... They parried... Parodied... Parodied. Space Ghost. Yeah. Because Space Ghost was a cartoon, like a legit Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. Space, the original, yeah, Space Ghost. Yeah, but but Space Ghost Coast to Coast, I think, came out in the late 90s. And it was just a late night show on Cartoon Network where uh, 
I guess someone from Cartoon Network would call up these celebrities and tell them that they're doing an interview with them, and they would just play soundboards of Space Coast, <laughs> and then they actually started making it a legit show, yeah. but kept still keeping the same concept where Space Coast just goes off the rails and asks ridiculous questions yeah. or just starts singing or just makes the interview completely awkward for the I, interviewing. I like, what is going wonder on right how they did it. I think at first I feel like they just spliced a lot of things where they just mm. had like a normal interview and they just was like, we're going to just, we're going to have a normal interview with this celebrity said celebrity. Like we're going to, we're going to sit. So we're going to sit like Jim Carrey down and we're going to have a conversation with him about a movie and he's going to talk and he's going to say things and then we're just going to splice it and, and totally take out of context what they're saying and, and put Space Ghost in and say some silly shit too. Like I feel like that's what it was, at least in the beginning. Maybe later on when it came out further down the line, they were like kind of like obvious what it was. So they could have got away with like saying like, you know, because they had other cast members on there. They had the villains of the original Harvey. Well, that, though that came in after. Dudes. What? Space Coast, so there was the Space Coast, Coast to Coast show. Yeah. And then later on, they started bringing in Brack, and they started bringing in... Um, Zorak. Uh, Zorak. And Mol so, Moltar. And Moltar. He came, they came in after, but at the start of the concept of the show, it was just interviews with people and just Space Coast, like, just going crazy. It <laughs> like, wasn't... On, so were you telling me that Zorak wasn't there in the beginning on the on the drums and shit? No, not always. Really? I thought he was yeah, always he, there in the beginning. They brought him in eventually later. Yeah. Yes. He was like he was like the dude on the piano, like on those late night yeah. shows. Yeah. And then, when they started making it more like legit, yes. Yes. Oh, it was so good. So good. Yeah. And then and it'd be the uh, same I, I, reused fucking animations from the Hanna Barbera. He would just be like always yep. oh, the thing is like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and he'd be sitting there, and he's just like tapping on the fucking thing like this, and it's just ah, it's, it's so memorable. It's so memorable. Yeah, Space Ghost for sure. What was your other one? You said another one that was that you would Boondocks. Boon so here's the thing about the Boondocks though. There's too many rips that make me sad. That I'm like, how are you gonna replace these characters? This is true. This is true. John, you can't really bring back. Yeah. How the fuck yeah. Are you I as a as a fucking snarky, somebody said that to me one time. One of my friends were like, "Oh, I, I want the Boondocks to come back," and I'm like, "How are you gonna replace them?" But I'm like, "Oh, I know you actually kill off Granddad," and I'm like, it "Would be cool if you have the kids live at the Wex the the Wexlers or whatever the hell called the Wexlers." But then I remember that's fucking Charlie Murphy's character, and I'm like, "Damn, I just made myself double sad." <laughs> <laughs> to like think of how you can actually further on the story but I'm like fuck you really can't now at this point right. too much good talent is, is I mean you can't, how do you replace John Rutherspoon man pops man uh, oh I know damn son know. sad, sad. That, yeah that was recent too <laughs> yeah yeah he that had a big YouTube, he had a YouTube channel too that I used to watch so it was a real fucking bummer when I found out he passed. Yeah. He had a cooking show. I was legitly certain that most of the times when he was wearing his apron, he was just wearing his apron. 
have to check that out. John Witherspoon's cooking channel is fantastic. He would cook soul food. He looks like he's literally cooking in his kitchen. It's a little small, little dingy ass kitchen, and he would cook the fucking soul food, man. Like just, just raw, uncut. John Witherspoon just be like, I'm gonna tell you how to make some pig's feet, some collard greens. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Fucking John Wilson is the best. Make all of that. <laughs> yes, especially he's like you gotta put more grease in that, and I'm like, heck yeah! Listen to John Witherspoon. Listen to Pops. Listen to Granddad. Yeah, it's, it was very good. It'll make you sad now when you watch it, though. But it, it was awesome. Be an homage. It'd be an homage to him. And then oh, um, yeah. I think, um, like we mentioned earlier, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Aqua Teen was just such an obscure, just obscene show that really didn't have a point to it but just antics just crazy antics yeah and you can bring that you could bring something like that back Mm -hmm. because it didn't really have a plot it was just yeah hilarity it was silly but anyways moving on from there um man get the hiccups now so we know comic-con was um canceled for this year but uh funko just released their their comic-con exclusives yeah Uh, i don't think that's fair funko you're being dicks now you can't have exclusives or a thing that doesn't exist i guess um any excuse right right any excuse to Uh, make things overpriced and uh and scalped them damn funko pops man people be like I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I I, I love them. <laughs> I have a. I guess you're gonna do a vir- a virtual convention, man. I'm getting these hiccups that are killing me right now. I was the one who's drinking. I don't understand how you have the hiccups. Oh, I sipped on a nice adult beverage. Oh, well, all right. So go. I guess they're gonna do a, a virtual con, and um, I'm gonna go ahead and remove this main table image here, so you can get a gander at some of the exclusive virtual items that will be going on in comic-con so it looks like we got this the the logo or the mascot the toucan the um comic-con toucan um and then we got this dope marnie mcfly that looks pretty awesome so uh i do enjoy that um and this can this article can be found on the nerdist they have this up there um then you have your nightcrawler and shitty Deadpool and then some kind of uh, undead like thing and then a Captain Marvel looks like hmm and then this is one that I really want the Stan Lee and uh, the uh, Iron Man cameo outfit where he looks like uh, where he called him Hugh Hefner (laughs) and then you got some Black Lightning Cyborg, Spider-Man, and then Rish Al Ghul. Nice. Batman, Robin, Glitter, Iceman. Chill. Iceman. (laughs) Then we have the... I I don't know. What what, is there... Mr. Freeze? Right. What's, uh, I guess, it's for... Is it Mr. Freeze or... uh... Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze, yeah. Yeah. Did I say Iceman? Yeah, you said Iceman, so I was thinking X-Men. Yeah. So Glitter, Mr. Freeze from Batman and Robin. Nice. 
Then you have the Sith Rise of the Skywalker Sith Jumper Trooper. And I, another one I think is pretty pretty cute. The Emperor's New Groove Kitty Cat um, for what's her name? Uh, when oh, Yzma uh, yes. turns into a cat. I know. She has the pose. About. And then you have a Super Saiyan Goku because you gotta have a Dragon Ball Z Funko or else. Hell yeah, you do. Scott Pilgrim's Wallace. Scott Pilgrim. Oh, Shout out to Wallace. Yeah. Um, that was Karen Culkin. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. I remember that. And then we got uh, some Masters of the Universe. Um, oh, shit. Soda Pops. So we got Trap Jaw and Moss Man Soda Pop finals. And then wrapping it up with the Kawabunya Surfing Michelangelo um, from Nickelodeon's TMNT. Nice. So, yeah, pretty pretty good uh, stuff coming out so there. How, so how unattainable will these be? How how Do they already come scalped? Um, Because it's already on the internet? No, because, like, uh, when you're when you were when you actually went to the, the actual convention, they would put a limit on the amount that you could buy. So it would be like one, like, like the exclusives are two per person or um, something to that extent. So it was pretty fair. And then not to mention too, a lot of the other vendors that would be at the hall, they would also have a little stock of exclusives to sell at their booths as well. Yeah. Um, but. It's it's canceled, so no one's going to be in person. So I can only imagine what the e-commerce are going to look like, or how they're yeah. going to go about doing that. Um, because to your point, yeah, you could have a number. Of, uh, you could have someone out there with a number of bots buying a bunch of these items. Up. I know. That's what makes me hate that shit. And collecting anymore, man. It sucks. It makes me sad. <laughs> I, I actually had to stop. I had to stop with yeah. the Funko. I have a couple that I like, you know, um, some Overwatch ones. I have some, you know, Marvel ones, obviously. Uh, we, we have some Silicon Valley ones. Uh, so I, I have I have some war, uh, WoW ones, World of Warcraft. So, and I have Skyrim one. So I, ha I have a grip, right? Um, and I had to stop. So I stopped. And now they're, I haven't displayed certain areas. But another thing that I got to really... Uh, calm down is on I went pretty ridiculous on amiibo. I have almost all the Pokemon amiibo, all the legend is held at amiibo. Um yeah, that's that's been I was I had collected. a bunch of Mabo too. I had uh, all the Smash Brother ones. Uh really? up until a point up into like when Smash Four was out I had all like the Smash Four ones. And then uh and then I stopped sad and then so, ultimate came out and they kept on coming on more and i was like i'm kind of i'm kind of sad that i got rid of them what would you oh you got rid of them i know i feel ashamed <laughs> i would have taken some of those off your hands and most man. people would because i had a lot of the shit that was hard to get at the time too but i had them yeah all no I, I, i'm not trying to i'm not trying to collect all of them um, I I now collect the franchise franchises that I want. Like I'm all not the Smash to... Brother ones would be nice though. Yeah, and that's what I so had. That's a long repo. <laughs> yes, it was. I had repo. I had definitely like at least thirty. So it was well, there's definitely what, 72 fun. Fighters or something like that. Yeah, 
it's a lot now. <laughs> it's a lot now. <laughs> Definitely got out before it got out of hand. <laughs> yeah. It was no, not I, easy uh, collecting them in the first place, though. All of the the ones that I have are are for Smash Brothers, but they're I'm like collecting all the Pokemon ones, right? So, like I'm not trying to collect all the Smash Brothers characters, but I'll collect all the Pokemon amiibo. You know, um, I'm not trying to collect all of you know the Castlevania ones, but I have all Legends of Zelda for uh, Breath of the Wild, and to include the Smash Brothers Zelda char- characters. Right, because I like Pokemon and I like The Legend of Zelda, so I'm going to buy those Amiibos because those are the franchises that I support. Yeah, um, I get, I I'm get it. Fan, I'm a fan of Metroid, right? But I don't really have any Metroid Amiibos because that's like, I enjoy the games, but that's not my jam, you know? Yeah, I got you. So. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But that takes us to uh, about 50 uh, 52 minutes we're right about right about that wrap up time so we had a couple of things that we wanted to talk about um, uh, we didn't get to but hey shit shit happens right good conversations to be had anyways we talked about um, old so- school boomer shit man that's how it goes you get the, you get old people fucking you bring back any of our nostalgia that's all we do is just talk shit we're- about you remember when yeah, and not to mention too, this show is way too long for the generation now because if, if we're not keeping it to like a five second TikTok, you've already lost our interest. So things things that I wish things I wish could get sick with COVID, TikTok. When let's be <laughs> honest, let's be honest here, TikTok is nothing more than just the new Vine. It's trash. Who cares? It's worse than Vine. Vine Vine was okay. It was what it was. TikTok's trying to be not TikTok TikTok is trying to be something that it's not. And that's the sad part. It's like you're you are Vine though. You are stop. You're just a worse weird version with like dual screens and shit. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. That's right. Okay. Welcome to the Boomer Podcast. I am your host, Ecto J. <laughs> There's plenty of room for my cane at the mini table. Welcome to another episode of OK Boomer. <laughs> Shit we don't like that's popular right now. Exactly. Exactly. We'll bring oh, up a tons of Simpsons references and old South Park episode references. Next week we talk season one of South Park. <laughs> exactly. And we only talk about the good seasons of Simpsons up until like season 12 or whatever. Until all the way up till we talk about Snick at night. Oh, Snick. Fucking Snick. Snick. That was good. Good. That, the first rendition of Snick. Not the. Later on, it got silly. And I was like, what's going on in Snick? It's happening. And if we have enough time, we may tackle TGIF. Maybe. We'll talk about. Uh, family matters and all those uh, boy step by step boy meets world yeah day by day we'll go we'll go back back to like nickelodeon shows we'll go was clarissa clarissa explains it all nickelodeon (laughs) (laughs) blossom so got some blossom in there too blossom well like that's big bang theory now so well i guess so yeah, she, she, she did it. 
She did do it. Anyways, dude, so where can the listeners, where can the followers, where can everybody that is currently tuning in to this episode find you? Oh, they can find me on uh, Don't Feed the Animals podcast that you can find on Podbean, Spotify, or where you listen to YouTube. We're on there also. We are also have a website, dftajv.podbean.com is where you can listen to our feeds of Don't Feed the Animals and also the two host one mini table shows that will be put on as podcast versions that's it there you go <laughs> all right a lot of stuff coming up we got to get together we got we got to do a let's play we got to do a let's play we got to do another we got to do a podcast also uh uh we we have to do plenty of things plenty of things we got a lot of things plenty of things, things coming yeah um i and i've i've had i've had some creative lightning juices strike me on different ways that we could even do this show um so oh, um, intrigued. <laughs> uh, ooh, yes so um to end for some of those things here's i, I may want to mix uh how we do this let's ooh. do it and when um, we're on twitch if you didn't notice i'm i'm okay with change <laughs> he's been doing quite a bit yeah and folks you can find me most nights around this time uh, right here on w uh the babe underscore wlin twitch.tv um i'll be streaming the realm royales i gotta get back on pokemon um i just recently poked my head into destiny again um post bungie takeover so been checking that back out so you might see some footage of that and of course, you'll see these episodes bi-weekly every other Wednesday right here at around the, the 9.30 Mountain Standard Time, 11.30 Eastern Standard Time. Um, and then you'll catch the previous episodes of these recordings on the YouTube channel, um, the babe underscore W-L-I-N. And you can also check them out over on EctoJ's YouTube as well. So go check out those episodes. Um, keep things, keep the support coming. We appreciate it all. Um, Acto J, you want to take us out as always, sir? Hey, hey, hey. If you guys didn't already know, there's always plenty of room at here at this mini table. Plenty of room at the mini table. There's always good information. And uh, stay off of my fucking lawn. Boomers, That's out. right. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>